The stuff that we're doing right now for diabetes is not working. And they know that the number one way to manage and reverse potentially diabetes is through diet and lifestyle. Welcome to the What Up Doc University podcast, your number one resource for total body wellness. Here's your host, Dr. Mike. Here's a blast from the past episode from one of the periscopes that I did. Also uploaded it to YouTube, but I thought this was very pertinent information for a lot of you that are having questions about diabetes and This is in no way, by the way, guys, this is in no way a comprehensive program for diabetes and no way am I saying that this is curing it, but this is one of the ways and one of the most effective ways that I've found to help people with type 2 diabetes in my practice. And this is exactly what we do in practice. And we've seen their numbers drop down dramatically and a lot of them being able to get off their medications. And we know that Type 2 diabetes diabetes can actually be reversed through diet and lifestyle. So with that said, take some notes on this. If you haven't already seen this, this might be something good for you to uh, refresh on. So take some notes and have fun with this. Here is, here's what we're going to talk about tonight. Some of the top five things that I recommend to patients to help reverse their type 2 diabetes. And these are the things that I see that gets the greatest clinical results um, I've treated thousands of diabetic patients and we've used many different techniques. We've used many different methodologies. Some of them worked, some of them didn't. So I kept the ones that worked um, and, and, and kept seeing that that would work over and over again and we're still using that. The other things I kind of threw out, uh, threw out of the protocols. So let's get started here. So I just wanted to start off with, uh, with a little bit of tidbit. There was a, there was a study called the Accord trial. And the Accord trial basically looked at the way that we're currently treating diabetes. And it looked at, um, what was the incidence of cardiovascular disease in diabetics, um, that received the traditional treatments of medications and all that, uh, that, that surrounds that versus those that didn't. And the ones that they, that they, treated with the medications like um, glipizide and glucophage, they saw an increase in heart attacks. So basically what this trial said was, the stuff that we're doing right now for diabetes is not working. And they know that the number one way to manage and reverse potentially diabetes is through diet and lifestyle. They know that, okay? But there are issues surrounding that. And like I, like I said before, there's always a method to the madness of how you need to be doing things. There's a method to the madness of, of put, putting the pieces of the puzzle together. You can't just do things haphazardly and then, and then expect the body to respond. There's, there's a sequence. There's a way that the body responds to what you do to it. And uh, a couple weeks ago, we we're talking about detoxification. Last week, we talked about hormonal balance. This week, we're focusing on the subtleties of hormonal imbalance, which is diabetes. So there's two things I want to, I want to point out before we get into the, the, the five steps. Okay. I want to point out, and, and this is the time you guys want to take out your pen and paper. If you're driving on the road or if you're doing something that you need your attention and not writing down on something that's going to keep you from doing that, don't do that. But if you, if you have a pen and paper available, write this down. 
So we're going to talk about the glycemic index and the glycemic load. Some of you may be familiar with this, some of you may not. For those of you who are familiar with this, bear with me as I explain this to those who, who are not that familiar. When we look at the glycemic index, we're basically looking at how fast a food raises your blood sugar. That's basically what it's a measure of. And, and, and yes, we can get more intricate with that, but it's basically you eat something, how fast does it rise your blood sugar? Now, the higher the number, all that means is that it raises your blood sugar faster. Okay, so if you guys go over to a uh, website, uh, www.glycemicindex.com, you guys can find any food. You can just type it in and you'll see the glycemic index number. Now, anything above 70 is considered high glycemic. Anything below 50, anything in between 56 to 69 is a medium glycemic index food. And anything below 55 is a low glycemic food. Okay, so when choosing foods, you want it to be in the lower glycemic because you don't want it to rise, raise your blood sugar very quickly. Okay, so anything below 55, so go to glycemicindex.com, type it in, type whatever food in, see what number that is, and then you can see what the glycemic index is. Now, you also have to take into account the glycemic load. Now, there is some controversy behind the glycemic load and, and, and using this number for uh, reversing diabetes, but I, I, I've seen it work a lot with patients. So we use this in conjunction with the glycemic index for foods. And basically what the glycemic load looks at is not just the glycemic index, but the, the amount of carbohydrates within that food. So here's how it's calculated. You're basically taking the total amount of grams in the food that you're eating, and then you're multiplying that by the glycemic index number, and then you're dividing that by 100. Okay, so anything that ranks over 20 is considered a high glycemic load. Anything in between 11 to 19 is considered a medium glycemic load. And anything below 10 is considered a low glycemic load. Now, the goal with this is you want your daily glycemic load to be under 100. Okay, so if you, all of the foods that you're eating, you would add that up, right? You take, you take the glycemic load and you add it up for all the foods that you consume and your daily glycemic load should be under 100. Okay, that's the whole goal. So glycemic index and glycemic load. Now, let's start getting into the five different steps of how to reverse your body from diabetes. Now, my disclaimer on this is this works for the majority, but there are special cases where your body's not gonna respond because everything is based upon biochemical individuality, biochemical individuality. There's all these genetic factors, there's all these um, other factors that are involved with this, but for the majority, and we're talking about greater than 96, 97% is what I'm currently seeing in our office, this works. And when we're talking about reversal of diabetes, remember what, what, what is classified as diabetes is fasting blood glucose uh, oh, greater than 125. So when we decrease it below 125 and we start getting it into the 90 ranges, that's considered a reversal of diabetes. Now you can never say anything is being cured because in my opinion, diabetes is not a disease. It's a dysfunction. It's just that you're, remember I talked about yesterday that the cell receptors for insulin is not working properly. So once we get that working properly again, that's back into function. Okay, 
So I know some people are going to argue with me on that, but trust me, from a clinical perspective, I've seen people go from a state where they they had all these medications to where they don't need it anymore because they followed these five simple steps. Step number one. Step number one is detoxification. Surprise, surprise. Everybody who knows me knows that I'm very, very big on detoxification. You gotta remove the toxins from the body. Now, if you guys need to re refresh it on this, go back to the detoxification tips. You guys can go to the blog, www.whatupdocuniversity.com forward slash detox checklist, and you'll get the checklist and the guidelines of what I recommend and how to detoxify and the things that I recommend for you to detoxify, the tools for you to detoxify. Remember, we're focusing on the liver because your liver is the main focus here to help your body to gain rebalance, especially when we're talking about diabetes um, in relation to how the, di how the liver and the pancreas work together in conjunction to balance out blood sugar. So step number one, detoxification. Step number two, you got to start balancing out those hormones, particularly how the body responds to stress. And you guys know how big I am about the stress response and how the adrenals function and the relationship between cortisol and insulin. And because when your body's underneath a lot of stress, what does it need? It needs more sugar because your body's in this fight or flight mode. So your body just wants that sugar to give you that quick burst of energy so that you can you can either fight against something or run away from it. That's what stress is about. But we live in an environment nowadays where stress is ongoing all the time. So stress, we'll leave that for another day to talk about that because that, that's like a year long discussion. So you want to be able to manage your stress levels. And a lot of people ask me, well, how do I do that? I'm like, well, okay, you got to remove yourself from the stressful situation. Remember, there's different types of stress. There's the chemical stress, emotional stress, physical, financial, all these different stressors. One of the biggest things that I recommend for stress management, surprise, surprise, is meditation. Now, a lot of people say, I don't know how to meditate. And when I try to meditate, it only makes me more stressed out. Yeah, yeah, I get it. I'm one of those people where I close my eyes, I can't see a single thing, and I start my mind starts going. So I needed to find things that would help me to meditate. And there are two things that I found that would help me meditate better. One is a thing called Muse. And if you guys go back to, uh, let me see, what episode is that? If you guys go to episode three of the podcast, so if you go to whatupdocuniversity.com forward slash episode three, you can see the thing that I use to help me to meditate. It's called a Muse. And it's basically a biofeedback thing you clip around your, um, your, your head. It looks like a headband. And it measures your brain waves. And it tells you, there's a little app on your phone, tells you where your brain waves are at. Um, and then it trains you to get your brain waves to slow down and to decrease that stress response. Okay. So first one is Muse. Second one is Holosync. Holosync is an audio program that I've been using for years. You listen to it and basically it has binaural beats, um, to help your brain waves to slow down. Okay. So step number two is balancing out your hormones, managing those stress levels. Um, and then go to, I, I'm going to be, I haven't published this yet. Shame on me, but, um, this is going to be coming out is my checklist on how to balance your hormones. There's seven things that you guys need to do to balance out your hormones and very, very easily laid out. Um, this should be published on Friday. Yeah. So it's called Holosync, H O L O S Y N C. And this will be published out on, on Friday. I'll publish all this kind of stuff. 
So by the way, all the stuff that I'm talking about right now is going to be available. Um, I'm putting all the notes together for you guys so you guys can have this at, at your disposal so that you guys don't get all confused uh, with all the stuff that I'm saying. So step number two, balancing hormones. And remember the stuff that we talked about last week, you gotta test and you gotta see where it's imbalanced and then you fix the imbalances. Step number three, you gotta start resensitizing insulin receptors. And where's my, I don't have my sheets around here. But remember I talked to you guys last night what you guys need to do to rebalance uh, those insulin receptors and get them resensitized. Number one thing is balancing out your pH levels. So whether you're, you're using an alkaline diet, which is pretty effective, uh, what we use in my practice is a little bit even more effective. We use these little capsules that help to um, balance out your body's uh, alkaline and acidity levels uh, more effectively. It does it really quickly and it's very simple simple to use that's that's what a lot of my diabetic patients take these little capsules to balance out their ph levels so that helps to resensitize insulin remember i, sh I showed you guys that study that they showed that if, if you change the physio physiological ph of the cell receptors to an acidic state the metabolic acidosis the affinity for the insulin and insulin receptors decreased by 50%. And once they got, once they got those receptors to be back into a state of um, the physiological pH, the affinity went back to normal. So I'm really big on balancing out your body's pH levels uh, and that acid alkaline balance. And that's really, really important, especially with, with, um, with diabetes, you, you can get into a state called diabetic ketoacidosis which will wreak so much havoc and one of the real reasons why we see so much kidney damage and why people end up with kidney failure as a long-term chronic disease um, issue there so step three is resensitizing insulin to its receptors step number four no no surprise here is fixing your lifestyle your diet and your exercise that's that's a really really big one Okay. But a lot of people, they don't necessarily understand what they need to do as far as their diet and exercise specifically for diabetes. For diabetes, you actually need to do a lot of high intensity interval trainings, um, resistance training, you're building up your muscles. You want to get, you want to do that high intensity interval training uh, rather than is what I see a lot of people doing wrong on the programs is that they're just they're just focusing on cardio cardio work or they're running or they're they're doing brisk walking that won't necessarily budge anything uh, for diabetics it won't affect your blood sugar levels but doing high intensity interval training will help that out and if you guys there, there's tons of um, tons of videos out there that you guys can reference for high high intensity interval training um, next one is eating high fiber foods which is you know pretty goes along with the whole glycemic index glycemic load because of a high fiber foods will decrease the uh, the absorption rate of glucose in your foods um, next one is fats okay you guys got to get the good fats in coconut oil avocado uh, your small cold water fishes wild fishes by the way um, uh, big on omega-3s krill oil omega-3 fatty acids um, the one, the omegas that, that I, that I highly recommend, you know, in my office is from Nordic Naturals. 
They use um, they use some of the highest grade fish oils on the planet. Uh, if you don't use that, I, I recommend uh, krill oils as well. Krills, eh, I've seen 50-50 results with krill oils, but some people like that, and, and some people some people don't. Um, like I said, 50-50 results for me. Um, and remember also with the lifestyle, you're, you want to keep that glycemic load underneath 100 on a daily basis. And then step five, step five, let me see, let me scroll that up. Step five is your nutritional supplements. So remember, every pr diet is primary and then you supplement after that. Don't, do not put nutritional supplements ahead of your diet and lifestyle, okay? So for your nutritional supplements, first one I always recommend is your foundational, foundational multivitamin, multimineral. Make sure that the multivitamin, multimineral that actually passes a couple tests, that it actually breaks down, that it actually is bioavailable, and that it causes some type of physiological change in your body. If you have questions about that, here's my litmus test on that. Most of the time, if you're buying it at GNC or Walgreens or Costco, it's not doing those things. First of all, it may not break down. Secondly, it may not be absorbed. And thirdly, your cells probably can't use it at all. So contact somebody that you know and you trust about nutrition and ask them. They probably know of something that's great for you. Next one is vitamin D. Most people, when they get their vitamin D tested, it's below 20 nanograms per milliliter. That's very, very low. You wanna see it somewhere in the realms of 40 to 75 nanograms um, per milliliter. Okay. I usually recommend supplementing with about 5,000 IUs of vitamin D on a daily basis. Remember, when you go out into the sun, you're making vitamin D, but what is vitamin D contingent on? Liver function. So if your liver's toxic, it's not gonna convert vitamin D into its active form. So supplementing with vitamin D, 5,000 IUs, that's about half the amount that your body makes when you go out into the sun. So supplementing with 5,000 is perfectly perfectly well okay omegas like i talked about it two to four grams of omega-3 fatty acids here's an, another uh, a good herb that, that and, and i guess it's a spice as well is cinnamon so if you guys are doing protein shakes in the morning if you guys have a vanilla protein shake that mixes in well take about two to four teaspoons of cinnamon and mix that in that's been shown to lower blood glucose levels naturally um, another herb to use is called Gymnema Silvestre. Gymnema Silvestre helps to lower blood sugar as well. That's, uh, that, that's what we call like the natural metformin. And then also, you gotta fix the gut, okay? So you gotta have proper digestion. You gotta be digesting the foods properly. So having digestive enzymes, whether that's proteases and bromelain and papain, those the the vegetable sources of digestive enzymes or uh, uh on the other aspect uh, hydrochloric acid betaine hcl that kind of stuff if you don't have access to digestive enzymes or um, hcl you guys can just take like a tablespoon of apple cider vinegar mix that in a cup of water and drink that after your meals to help you break down the foods and assimilate it the next thing is probiotics. If you're not eating fermented foods like kefir, um, kimchi, uh, tempeh, miso, that kind of stuff, if you're not eating the fermented foods, you're not getting the proper probiotics into your body. So you'll need to be supplementing with probiotics. Uh, there's a specific probiotic 
that I love to use in my office that's been shown to be really effective. It's called Ganadin BC30. Ganadin BC30 is one of the top probiotics, even beyond lactobacillus, even beyond the other, I guess, superstars of the probiotic world. Uh, I see greater clinical results and, and there's clinical trials that'll back up the, the, the specific strain of Ganadin BC30. And then also, most people suffer from leaky gut. And we're gonna talk about leaky gut next week as we talk about digestion all next week. Um, one of the things with leaky gut is you need to start repairing the gut lining. Uh, and one of the biggest things that I see to help that is deglycerized licorice or DGL. And you can find this at most DGLs that they find that they sell on the over the counters fairly well. And look for the, the big chewable tablets. And what you do is you'll, you'll take the tablet about uh, 15 to 20 minutes before you eat and you chew it up. And what the DGL will start doing is it'll start forming uh, this coating, uh, almost like reestablishing the, the mucous membrane around the, the gastrointestinal lining. And that's going to help seal up all those little gaps in, in the gut lining that, that's causing, that's allowing for the gut permeability to be increased. Okay, DGL and um, N-acetylglucosamine is another good one for leaky gut. N-acetylglucosamine. Now, there's a, there's a couple of things, uh, a couple of tools that I always recommend for my diabetic patients. Uh, if you go back to episode six of the podcast at whatupdocuniversity.com forward slash episode six, you'll see a company that I actually interviewed called MyFitnessPal. And this app, what you can do is you can, you can chart your exercise, you can chart your food intake, and you can chart goals as well. So you can see, uh, if you put in a, a specific type of food that you're eating, it'll show you, cause it's linked to some nutritional database, it'll show you the caloric content, the nutritional content for it, and it'll keep track of it from a, on a day to day basis. So you can set yourselves little daily goals of what you want to achieve as far as dietary intake and as far as exercise. And that app will then tell you, hey, here's how you're doing. It's a really great app, it's free. Um, you can just download, it's called MyFitnessPal. Okay. So all of this stuff will be available. I'm going to type this all out and then have this available at a resource guide for you. Um, I'll be posting it up, but if you guys are listening to this later on, it, it'll be here's the here's the uh, here's the web address. It'll be at www.whatupdocuniversity.com forward slash reverse diabetes. So those of you guys who are listening to the replay of this, maybe on YouTube or on the podcast, www.whatupdocuniversity.com forward slash reverse diabetes. So guys, it's so important to do to do these things to help your body to give your body health um, it's, it's a very simple procedure these simple five steps if you follow these things it'll help get your body back into order now remember you got to do it from step one down to step five you can't reverse the steps it has to be in that order okay um, and so I hope this is this was helpful if you guys have any questions please feel free to reach out to me over social media uh, hit me up on Twitter at Dr. Mike Okuuchi. Uh, find me on. All right, hopefully that was some great information for you. And like I said, if you guys feel inclined to connect with me on on on, on Facebook, on on social medias like uh, Instagram, Twitter, and all that kind of, kind of uh, other outlets, feel free to to connect with me. I'd love to interact with you. 
feel free to send me some messages, ask some questions. Um, I'm also looking for maybe um, some topics that you guys would like me to discuss and maybe some people that you guys want to see on the show and for me to have interviewed on the show. Now, if you're finding some value in our podcast, which I hope you're finding some value, please leave us a review on iTunes. That really helps us. It helps me, one, to know if you guys are getting value and two, if you guys need some some other things uh, in the podcast as far as content-wise, if you guys want to see different things. The reviews really help out a lot. And it also helps us to get more exposure within the podcasting world and getting this message out to the rest of the world. So go ahead and go to Go to iTunes and leave us a five-star review if you feel so inclined. And if you feel so inclined to send this to a loved one or a friend, please do so. And uh, we'll connect with later. But till then, be well and aloha. Aloha.